So it's Tracy from DNMs with Mel and Tracy, and I'm just going to talk to you a little bit today about the stigma around mental illness. So stigma is can be harmful. It often leads people to the, be ashamed of their family and friends mental illnesses and it causes most to wait on average of 10 years before seeking treatment. The impact of waiting to seek treatment can include a loss of employment and income. The highest dropout rates are among youth with a mental illness. People with an untreated mental illness end up in our criminal justice system and last year more than 700 people died by suicide. It's upsetting that there are so many negative thoughts surrounding mental illnesses, especially as we begin to learn more about it. For example, one in four people will experience a mental illness at least some point in their life. About one in ten people will experience a more serious mental illness such as schizophrenia or bipolar disorder. It's okay because it's a medical illness, not a character flaw. Mental illnesses disrupt a person's thinking, feelings, mood, ability to relate to others and daily functioning. They cannot be overcome through willpower and are not related to a person's character or intelligence because they are biological in nature. Mental illnesses are biological conditions that can be treated just like other illnesses such as diabetes. So common mental illnesses and their symptoms. Depression. Beyond feeling sad or blue, symptoms last for more than two weeks and include sad or irritable moods, changes in appetite, sleep, energy, ability to concentrate and remember, lack of interest in usual activities and decreased ability to experience pleasure. Bipolar disorder. In addition to all those feelings that you get in depression, you can also include mania such as unpredictable behaviour, grandiose ideas, spending sprees, decreased need for sleep, more talkative, racing thoughts, distractible and risk-taking. And then we go into schizophrenia, which includes hallucinations or delusions, emotional flatness, lack of expressiveness, inability to start and follow through with activities and difficulty with organizing tasks and your memory. Anxiety. Anxiety is a pounding feeling in your heart, sweating, trembling, dizziness, shortness of breath, numbness, chills, difficulty concentrating, fatigue, irritability, edginess and so many other things. It's okay because it's treatable. Life can get better. The best treatments for serious mental illnesses today are highly effective. In fact, more than 70% of people's symptoms are reduced and they feel better when following their treatment plans. However, most people live with their symptoms on average of about 10 years before seeking treatment, largely due to the stigma and more than 60% of people don't receive treatment ever. The sooner people get treatment, the greater their chance of recovery.
Talking about mental illnesses can be hard and although now you may know more about the stigma and the mental illnesses, you may not feel comfortable breaching the subject. Now let's talk about general tips and talking to others about mental illnesses. So we want to end the silence. If someone shares with you that, that they have a mental illness, they are opening up to you in a big way. Try to keep awkward silences at bay and don't shy away from the subject. Ask questions, show concern, be talking openly about mental illness. It becomes easier to ask for help. Be nice. It sounds very easy to do, but try, try to say the right things. Be open and caring and let that shine through. Your language and tone of your voice are more important than you think. Listen. The fact that you are there for your friend, family member or co-worker can make a world of difference. As much as you can, try not to find and share a solution to their problem. Focus on asking open-ended questions and listening to what they need to tell you. Keep in contact. Make sure they know that they can always get a hold of you if they need it and be there for them. Check in with them from time to time with a call, a text, an email, an offer to meet up. Hey, let's go for a coffee. Don't ignore it. Don't be afraid to ask about the well-being of someone if you think they may be hurting. It can be hard to take the first step, so make it easier for your friend and ask them how they are, they are doing. Offer to help your friend. Everyone is different and has a different idea of what help can be beneficial to them. Either way, ask your friend what you can do to help them and be open to their answer. Keep the conversation moving. Don't feel like the only thing you need to talk about to your friend is about their mental illness. They are still the same person with the same likes and dislikes. You can talk about other things to keep silent lulls out of the conversation. Just to make sure that you know you are completely open to revisiting the topic with them later. Now we're going to have a chat about things, what we should say and probably what we shouldn't say. Now that we have some general rules for talking about mental illnesses, let's go over some of the things you can say. Can you think of any other things that might be helpful? Well, let's have a look. Allow time for discussion suggestions. Thanks for opening up to me. Is there anything I can do to help? Relapse is a part of recovery, not the end of it. I'm sorry to hear that. It must be tough. I'm here for you when you need me. I can't imagine what you're going through. Can I drive you to an appointment? How are you feeling today? Now we talk about what not to say. Equally important are the things not to say. Can you think of other things? Let's go. Examples on what not to say. It could be worse. Just deal with it snap out of it. Everyone feels that way sometimes. We've all been there. You've got to pull yourself together. Maybe try thinking happier thought. Try to avoid these derogatory phrases like crazy, psycho, insane or nuts. These words actually help perpetuate the stigma and it is amazing how much these words are used on a day-to-day -day basis. So we've noticed that our friend Jessica has seemed a bit detached and disengaged during the past few months. She rarely comes to book club and when she does, she doesn't say much. 
We're concerned about her. So we decide to ask her when we're alone if she's okay and she says she's been really depressed lately. So what do we say? Some of the examples on what we can say is I'm so sorry to hear that. I've noticed you haven't been yourself lately. Have you talked to your doctor lately about how you have been feeling? Are you seeing someone? I care about you and I'm concerned. I will do whatever I can to help. We need to let Jessica and any of our friends know that sometimes being there for a person means letting them decide when they're ready to talk to you or when they're ready to get help. So number two, your best friend from college comes over and says that he hasn't been feeling well lately. He says he's been diagnosed with anxiety and sometimes it feels like his heart is pounding out of his chest and he feels like he's having a heart attack. So what do you tell him? Well, here's what you say. It can be very hard to open up when you've got about a serious illness. How can you as a friend make his conversation easier? Listen, don't judge, laugh or dismiss the conversation. Keep your friend talking, don't rush. It's very hard for your friend to have this conversation with you. Offer to take them to a doctor or a mental health professional. What can I do? Mental illnesses touch all of us. If you are wondering what you can do to help reduce the stigma and support your loved ones, here are a few options. Firstly, the biggest thing we can do is to start talking more openly about mental illnesses. When we do this, we realise that mental illnesses are more common and relatable than we think. We break down the stereotypes and stigma surrounding mental illnesses. And more importantly, people experiencing mental illnesses will be treated with respect, acceptance and be more apt to get the care they need. Try sharing your story if you experience a mental illness or if a loved one has. Another great resource for mental illness is National Alliance on Mental Illness. They have educational classes, support groups and a collection of resources. There's also a webpage called Health Direct which is great. We get, do a lot of our research on there. Um, you have Beyond Blue, Lifeline, Salvation Army... Um, reach out there's heaps of different places 